This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. Episode two of our conversation with Brian Adamson. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. Hey, man. You, you again, as I kind of said in episode one, you have one of those Instagram pages that just make me think sometimes, but they always make me feel better. And one of these posts, I think it came out last week, I want to talk about, and I'm just going to read it because uh, I just think it's one of those smack you in the face moments is breaking news. It's all caps. And it should be. You need to hang out with people who fit your future, not your history. Wow. What, what, how'd you come up with that one? That one's spot on. <clears throat> because you, as you know, and anybody else that's had any formidable success in their life, um, elevation requires separation. Oh. And the things that we have to separate ourselves from are typically our, our history right it's our past um because you know as you start to get on the quest for success there breeds evolution and the only way that you evolve is to do things differently than what you did in your past and so i think a lot of time people they stunt their growth and development because they're trying to do new things in the old place mm. and um you know it's just not fertile land to to produce the fruit that they're that they're wanting to uh, to accomplish and so um, it's a difficult thing because with, hit, with, with history comes familiarity, which comes complacency, right? But all of these things are the antithesis of what you're trying to produce going forward. And mm -hmm. so you have to start hanging out with individuals that can pull you up to where you're trying to go, as opposed to those that'll be pulling you back to where you're trying to come from. Yeah. Yeah, some of the hardest conversations I've had um, are really around, you know, they, you always talk, I mean, the books and all this stuff talk about the five people that are closest to you, mm -hmm. right? And there is so much truth in that. I mean, if, if when I'm talking with anyone across the country or the world, frankly, and I ask them to describe their five closest friends, assuming they do it accurately and they're not lying to me, I can always guess your future. That's true. Right? If your That's buddies, true. if your buddies... Uh, want to sit on the couch, smoke weed, and play video games? Guess what? If your friends want to go to the mall and shop and conspicuously consume, guess what? It's um, it's hard to break from that. If you're if those are the people that are around you, that's all they're going to be chirping in your ear. And yeah. then anytime you you express wanting to be bigger or different or grow, they are they're going to be an anchor. They're going to just going to rain on your parade and just pull you back. It's, it's tough. I I've had to change my network probably three or four times over 20 years. And it's never easy. Yeah, man. Um, three or four. That's, that's a pretty good number. I thought you were going to say more than that. So that's a blessing. I mean, if you've been getting, yeah. you know, four or five year runs, you know, yeah. and then a change that, but you're right. I mean, it, it, it definitely doesn't get easier. It no. does doesn't get easy, especially that first time, right? Those are usually your buddies who've, who've, who've been with you since, you know, 
childhood and loyalties and y'all got stories and in history and yeah and all of that right so that that that's a hard one and again be clear i'm not saying cut them off entirely i'm just right. saying not make them your top five that means you can't go back and have a barbecue or, or whatever it is yeah you don't got to come off to zero i mean there's somebody in my family that used to be one of my top five that's you know now it's kind of christmas and birthday conversations it's just mm-hmm. just had to outgrow it. it and and it was hard and difficult but I yeah. wouldn't be where I am today if I if I tried to carry him along. It just wouldn't have happened. It doesn't work, Mike. You know what I mean? And you can try, you can try, you can be in denial, you can massage it. But the truth of the matter is, it's intended for there to be a shift. The way that God intends for your life to happen is there has to be a shift because that's the faith wall. He has the new pieces that you need for the new desired goal. Right. And so there's people in your life for seasons, reasons and lifetimes. Right. you got a few that's there for a lifetime, but most are there for seasons. And, Mm. you know, unfortunately, fortunately for us is that we have this this longest season, I think, from birth to maybe early 20s with the same individuals for the most part. Mm -hmm. And then that's the that's the hardest tie to cut. And then, you know, after that, to your point, now you start to have seasons of maybe four or five years with individuals who were instrumental in kind of, you know, helping cultivate you from leaving the other season you were coming from, right, which you were kind of birthed into. Um, And so it's hard to kind of separate and evolve from them because you feel the responsibility to, they were some of the foundational stones to help, you know, bolster you into that next stratosphere. And then you, you know, you start to hit your groove, but but you're right, everybody adds value as they should in that respective season. Um, but it's it's uh, it's it's really a discipline, to be honest. Like mm-hmm. it, it comes down to discipline. It comes down to how committed are you to where it is that you're trying to go. And if you are, then your actions will align with your beliefs and you will have to continue to make this evolution. Mm. Wow. Folks, I suggest you pause it right now, rewind and listen to Brian. Can I run through that again? That, that, that is pure gold. Uh, that's something I'm going to go back and listen to myself. And I think we owe people, at least I want to put it on record, kind of highlight where the seasons change for me. And I do this, this is not a brag. And, and if it comes across like that, something's miserably wrong. I'm doing this because these were hard times for me. And just to let other people know what happens, right? So you're right. The first season, again, to use your analogy, kind of ends in, you know, early 20, early 20s. And it was the hardest, right? These are the guys that, you know, literally had my back in fistfights. And we were hanging out with the, you know, the same girls and, you know, all of that stuff. Right. So, you know, so we literally bled together. That that was tough. Um, Some of them, some of them, again, that time didn't have any belief in going to college. Right. They, they sort of saw their their future at, at stopping after high school. And, and my personal fire just couldn't have that because that's where I came from, right? The, my family, mom and dad at the time didn't have high or only high school graduates. And I'm like, for whatever reason, I equated right or wrong college with more money. So I had to change. So I had to go to a junior college because I had to pay for it, didn't have the money and ultimately got to a university. And that was my first change, right? Because now I'm I'm a kid in college, right? I'm a junior or senior at a decent school. And I'm, I'm around a whole different class of individuals, right? From, from, from the spot where I grew up to where I'm now in, in university. And then, then you get out, then you're an employee, 
And that changed again for me, right? So now I'm like 25 or 26 and you got a 40K job. Well, you know, for some people, that's where it stops again, right? You get in the rat race, like the cash flow game, and you just stuck. Yeah. And about a year after getting into it, I'm, I was frustrated, right? I was an accountant. I didn't particularly like it. I actually hated going to work every day. And I'm like, how do I get out of this? And then I'm getting around investors for the first time. My family didn't have any money. I mean, investing was, wasn't, wasn't part of our conversation, but I had to get around investing. And then for, for me, that started with stocks and that take me into my early thirties and I ultimately did great and ultimately lost most of it. And I'm like, shit, that didn't work. Yeah. And then it brought on real estate. And that took me for a decade. And then we had a decent portfolio. And I was like, how do we do more? Then it took us to apartments. And again, all of these steps were uncomfortable, but I had to look internal and realize that I wasn't satisfied. Mm -hmm. So I had to make the hard choice. I had to be uncomfortable and talk to people I didn't know. Um, and again, I, I'm not sharing this to brag. I just want you to realize that I was in your shoes probably because I've changed you know, four or five times that's that that's that testimony mike was powerful man because you know for myself i've endured the same things very similar um and i think for you know all the viewers listening and watching right now they've either encountered it or their intuition and discernment is telling them that they're experiencing it right now mm -hmm. for me i was a late bloomer in the sense that i was an enigma right i come from the hood in detroit um i always had you know, certain aspirational goals and, and things of that nature. Not to say that my friends didn't, but mine were just a little bit different and my pursuit of them was different. And so, um, you know, I kept, and I don't say this to be condescending or anything, but I was always like the, the front runner of the group, right? Financially and, you know, business minded and all the rest of it. And so, you know, I was kind of always doing things from the muscle was still trying to keep these relationships intact at the same time. And, and I know for a fact, it held me back. I didn't really cut ties until 30 ish, early thirties. And um, when people ask me, do I regret anything in life? I don't regret anything because all of my experiences made me who I am today. But what I do know is that if I would have stopped partying as much and, you know, I quit drinking two years ago, uh, and that gave me all kind of clarity, right? Because now I didn't have anything to um, to have me in a in a different frame of mind, right? For lack of a better term, right? No, just no major distraction in that way. But that being said, it also showed me the relationships that I had that that kind of was the glue. Mm -hmm. You know, you got certain people that you hang out with, and it's you know you're having a cocktail or two, right? And that's kind of the the glue for that relationship, but you don't realize that until after you're not doing it no more and your phone stopped ringing about going out to happy hour and you realize, oh, I was just wasting time and money anyway in that relationship. And so um, that being said, I know I kind of digressed a little bit, but just giving yeah. some more context to real life things that we all experience and <clears throat> what we think we have to have in a form of relationship is the very thing that's holding us back for the thing that we really want out of life. Yeah, this is why I love speaking with you because we just we just tell our story, right or wrong. It's not meant we're not bragging or asking for forgiveness or asking for pity. We're just like this is how we this is this is who we are. This is what got us to where we are. We don't regret anything that's happened. Yeah. But you know, let me tell you the story and how you know how how it could have been a little different. So I I, I love everything about that. So let me let me pull up the quote again because it's just uh, so powerful. 
A little bit of dead silence, but that's okay. Breaking news, you need to hang out with your people who fit your future, not your history. That's just awesome, man. So Brian, how can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Brian underscore Adamson one. Uh, you can also find me at uh, iFlip University, www.iflip.university and bbreducationgroup.com. Very cool, folks. And just so you know, one is the number, not the, not the spelling. So Brian Thanks. underscore Addison one. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, man.